Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. Motivation and inspiration. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now, if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week, we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. And in the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. Okay, so let's jump right in. Last week's quote was from J.R.R. Tolkien, and it goes as follows. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. I know I'm guilty of it, and maybe you are too. Often, I find myself saying, I just don't have enough time to do all the things that I want to do in my day. But notice I said the things that I want to do. Because one word that really stood out to me in this quote is the word decide. It starts off by saying all we have to decide. Decide is defined as to make a choice from a number of alternatives. What I want to do. There's so many choices that we have in our day. You might find yourself coming home from a long day of work or just your daily routine and you'll say, you know, when I get home, I want to do A, B, and C and you get there and you accomplish none of it. I know I'm guilty of it. But it's a choice. We get to decide where we are putting our time. Yes, I get it. We may have to go to work or school and there's certain blocks of our day that is taken up by those activities. So we may not think we have much of a choice, but we do get a choice as to where we apply. We do get a choice to determine where we go to school. Well, some of us. We get to make those choices. We decide what we're going to study. And you may not enjoy those places or you might really like it and it's the right place for you in that season. But we have choices. And we have to decide what we're going to do with the time that is given to us. Are we going to watch a show? Or are we going to work out? Are we going to scroll on social media? Or are we going to spend some time with our families and build on those relationships? We get to decide. To decide. To make a choice from a number of alternatives. So if I had to give myself a grade for this past week, I'm going to give myself a solid B-. Because things are going downhill a little bit by the end of the week. And I'll explain in a moment. But if you had to give yourself a grade, what grade would you give yourself? Would it be an A, a B, or a C? And remember, we don't fail here. 
Yes, life gets hard. Yes, life gets challenging. And yes, some days seem a little bit easier than others. But we don't fail at life. So would you give yourself an A, a B, or a C? And while you're thinking on that, let me share a little story from last week. So I started off the week strong. I knew I wanted to be very purposeful with my time. So I pulled out my planner. I wrote down everything that I want to do in the week. And I chose specific days to accomplish those tasks. And I tried my best not to overload the days with multiple must-dos or wants. I chose one or two for each day. So it felt manageable. However, I wrote everything down in the planner, but I didn't always have the planner with me. So I was struggling a little bit with knowing what were my goals for the day. And not only was I struggling with remembering what was my goals for the day, I found myself making the choice to swap out what I wanted to accomplish the day for that day and I would move it to another. Well, what happens when you keep pushing things off? Your tasks don't get accomplished. So I found myself at the end of the week with a laundry list of items that I I wanted to get done. And I figured, well, we're rolling into a long weekend. I'll have to time. And I realized Friday, that I was going home with not only one, but two sick kids. So for my weekend, I was not only a pillow, but a blanket for my two little ones. And I can tell you right now, when my oldest would get sick when he was little, I always got whatever he had. Why? Because I was doing the mommy thing where I was cuddling with him and holding him because he just didn't feel well. And here I was falling into that trap where I'm cuddling and hugging and trying my best to make my little ones feel better. And as we were in day two of their illness, well, my throat started to feel a little scratchy. And I told my husband, well, here it comes. I'm going to get sick too. And by the next day, I found myself waking up just feeling awful. And I spent majority of my morning on my sofa, curled up with a blanket, sleeping. And it was about three o'clock in the day. And I looked around. My boys were feeling much better. But I wasn't feeling well at all. And I could see all these things that I wanted to do in my house. And I was thinking about all the things that I wanted to do that I knew were in my planner. And I had to make a choice. I was either going to let my day be overcome by just not feeling well or I was going to make the choice to get myself up to push through and to try to save 
the last few hours of my day. So I got up, I took a shower, looked in the medicine cabinet, found something to give me some relief, and I started the day. No, I didn't get everything done in my day that I wanted, but I made the choice to get up, and by doing so, I got some things done that I wanted to, and I used the rest of my day. I used that time wisely, because all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. And I went to bed satisfied with what I did accomplish. So did you figure out what your grade is? Is it an A, a B, or a C? I'm giving myself that solid B minus because I salvaged the week at the very end. But it's still showed me that I have room to grow here, that I could be a better steward of my time. What adjustments are you going to bring into this new week? I know I have a few adjustments. I'm going to accomplish the wants on the day they're assigned. That is my adjustment for this week. What is it for you? And once you know your grade and once you know what you want to adjust, if it's applicable, let's set that past week behind us. It's over. We're in our new week. And that brings me to our quote for this week. But before I tell you this week's quote, let me share a little bit about the author. The author for this week's quote is a famous American author. They're a huge influencer on the key to success in personal achievement. In 1937, this person released a book that sold over 20 million copies. This person's work has opened the doors to the start of a self-help movement. And it's debatable that history has found that this person is either a genius or a con. Okay, the author of this week's quote is Napoleon Hill. And our quote for this week goes as follows. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve by Napoleon Hill. And I came across this quote as I concluded the book of the month. So if you're following along, the book for this month is What They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School. Notes from a Street Smart Executive, Mark McCormick. And at the very end of the book, the author shares 
how he gave this book to a number of his friends and colleagues for them to review and provide some feedback. And he found that a few of them, in jest, would say that they enjoyed the book because, well, they're already doing most of what he recommends. So after he concluded the book, he wrote three more pages talking about the feedback he received. And he warns readers that the worst thing this book could do is to allow someone to find self-satisfaction or complacency in their current achievements. And he goes on to share what he's observed in champions, true champions, the legends, the upper one percentile of who consistently dominate their opponents. He found these three things. The first is that champions' profound sense of dissatisfaction with their own accomplishments. The second is an ability to peak their performances to get themselves up for major tournaments and events. He goes on to share, they strive to get to the top. They're not worried about success or failure once they get there. It's the striving to get there. And the final is their ability to put their opponents away. I guess he calls it, this is referred to as the killer instinct. And he specifically goes into how he was at a golf tournament with two golfers and they were actually tied. And he had an opportunity to walk with both of them as they go through the tournament. And he noticed that each of them had a different perspective as to how the match was going. They both saw themselves as the underdogs and behind, although they were tied. Neither of them got complacent with how they were playing. They were striving to be better and they were constantly adjusting and critiquing themselves. And as I read those three things, and this is the beauty about literature, as we read, we don't have to accept everything we read. We get to take that information and we hold on to it. And as we go about our day, we have the opportunity to critique it and decide to keep what we want and discard what we don't. So those are three things that I know I'm going to have to continue to ponder on a little bit. But because of those last three pages, it really got me thinking. What's the mindset? What's the mindset? And at the very, very end of the book, he leaves us with this last sentence. So if this book has left you feeling satisfied with your own business acumen, you may have a lot of catching up to do. And what I like about that very last sentence is that it's a motivator. 
it pushes you to do some self-reflection. And that is why I sought out this week's quote. Because whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. What I took out of those three things he found in Champions is that they set their minds to achieve something. But not only did they set their mind on this goal, they truly believed it. And because they believe it, they then achieved it. But I also like how it's still tied in with last week's quote. Those individuals, those champions, they decided what to do with their time. They decided what to do with their time. You know, it always is exciting to watch individuals. I guess you could say champions. When you watch the Olympics, and let's say you're watching the runners. A sprint can be seconds. But what you see in that race, you don't see the amount of hours And all of the time they have spent conditioning, training. You don't see all of the times they are getting up early. They're going to bed early. They're adjusting their diet, which affects their entire lifestyle. You don't see the events they miss as they have to travel You don't see all of the races they had to have before they were at the Olympics. You don't see all of the races and the hurt and the disappointment and the achievements that they've had to go through for that one moment. What we see is a race that just takes a few seconds. And yes, they've set their mind to conceive and believe that they could get there and that they'd win gold. And because of that mindset of wanting to be a champion, seeing themselves as a champion, believing themselves to be a champion, they can achieve it. But it all came down to the choices they made as to how they used their time. That's what I really like about last week's quote and this week's quote is that they can complement each other. And although last week is behind us, take every one of these quotes with you. Each week as we build on these quotes, it's building a personal library, but instead of a library full of books, it's a library full of quotes that we can pull from to give us that motivation and that inspiration for the week. So specifically for this week, remember, whatever your mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. What are you aiming to achieve this week? I look forward to hearing your success.
Remember to upgrade yourself, your life, and your future. Till next time.